everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. It's Minute 57, which begins with the girls laughing and goes through Kit saying, I'm going to go to bed. Um, my first note is about Ben. Okay. I said, Ben is worried about the time? The yeah. next hotel is an hour away. This was when I was still operating under the idea that the sun was rising and that they were trying. I was like, an hour away, so what? So you'll get there at like 8, 8 a.m.? At which point, just, I guess, just drive through to the... Check in or something? Yeah, like, what's well, going on? you can't check in at 8 a.m. Sure, usually. Right, right. Or like, or like, yeah, like, it seems to me like the problem of we're only an hour away is different than he was acting, which is we don't want to be late. Which also is weird, because now that we know that it was a sunset that they were watching, not a sunrise, but a sunset, they still have an hour to drive before they get to the hotel. They've got, like, I mean, it's only sunset. So, I mean, it's summer, so it's probably, what, 7.30, 8pm? Let's let's even say, like, 8.30 or 9. So they get there at 10.30, you can still check into the hotel. I mean, it's not going to be so late that he's going to be exhausted right. from driving. I mean, if I mean he's maybe been, he is. If but... he's been driving for like 40 hours or whatever, then all right. But like, he's so cash about it that like, if I'm like dead on my feet and I'm like, hey, hey, y'all, I'm Ben. Hey, it's me, Ben. <laughs> I'm going to fucking die if we drive another hour. We need to leave now. And hurry up and get to that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's so casual, but he doesn't seem tired. So I'm like, yeah. what is, like also, which means that like, he's on some sort of timetable. Right. Which like, when did he start planning? Right. Although I do like the the headcanon that, that Lucy, in one of the nights that we've skipped, uh-huh. came up with a timetable. And Ben is just trying to stick to it yeah. because he doesn't want to make her mad. His love language is sticking to a timetable. You know, like, I get that. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of get that, too. So Lucy suggests, what if if we, what if, remember that timetable you're trying so hard to stick to for me, Ben? What if we just throw that right off this butte? (laughs) She suggests that they camp out. She asks if he has enough sleeping bags for all of them. And she said, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I was reading too much into this. She says it like she's hoping maybe there's only three. I never, I never got that. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe James is trying to just triple X roads this, this, uh, <laughs> this movie. But like, do you have enough, are there enough sleeping bags for us all? It's okay if not. Hey, you know what? There was only one bed is one of my favorite romance tropes. Fair. <laughs> so Fair. I'm here for it. There were only three sleeping bags. Somebody has, except you know that Mimi would end up having to share with Ben. Mimi, pregnant Mimi would end up having to share the sleeping bag with Ben. <laughs> he, would, he would let Lucy have her own because he's a gentleman. Right. He'd but go sleep out in the snake pit. I have a question for you. Yeah. So they've got an hour to drive to the hotel in this pre-cell phone era. Right. Do they have a reservation at the hotel? And if so, are they just going to not show up for it because they're gonna camp in the desert instead yeah the decision to just like fuck off and 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 not go to the hotel is wild to me and it 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 does speak even more to the someone has made up a timetable and it's not 
showing up to the hotel on time. It's like we said we'd get to the hotel at 10 and it's 8.55. Let's get going. Right. Because if they have a reservation and they just don't show up, well, they would probably have to give a credit card to make a reservation, right? So, yeah. So, but also that's not only how hotels work. Like you, you don't have to be there. You don't have to be there at a certain time. If you aren't there at until ten thirty, and you said you'd be there at ten, believe me, Janine at the front desk does not care. Yeah, she super doesn't. (laughs) Like she cares actually even less. Think of how much she might care. Nope, it's less than that. Yeah. Um, I like Janine though. She's good people. Anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. That, that's we'll save that for our other our other podcast. Um, the Janine minute. Uh huh. I kind of want to do the Janine minute. Pop Janine into multiple movies. Kind of. Picturing Anna Kendrick, but that's maybe just a knee jerk reaction. I was picturing Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, that's that's number two. Yeah. So, anyways, that's not really how hotels work, right? And if they don't have a reservation, then were they just going to show up there and hope that there was a room? Right. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Nothing about it makes a lot of sense. I don't think that the hotel is involved with them only having, a, having an hour to get to the hotel. Yeah. If, if you know, re- whatever, regardless right. of someone has, if someone has made the decision, whether it's Ben or Lucy or Kit or Mimi. I think it was Shonda. Right. <laughs> I think Shonda decided that they only had an hour to get to the hotel. Is that the best way to be like, hey, let's just camp? I, I can't imagine that's the best route to, hey, let's just camp. Now, see, I feel like he, instead of saying, we still have an hour to the next hotel, what he should have said was, I'm getting tired. Yeah. We should get going. Or... I'm going to be tired once it gets dark out. Let's try to get to the hotel before it's too dark. Then why did you stop to watch the sunset, Ben? I would like to talk about the wild roller coaster that Kit goes on in this moment. Right. So <laughs> Because Lucy's like, hey, we should camp. And Mimi's like, yeah, let's camp. And Ben's like, okay, let's camp. He, well, Ben is even like, are you, are you serious? Yeah. And Lucy's like, yes. We all are super stoked about camping. <laughs> we all really want to camp. And Mimi's like, yes, absolutely. The baby and I voted and we're camping. And my eyes were like, wait a sec. Over, just just flick over to the vision in purple who does not look stoked about literally anything. She, Zoe Saldana, is such a goddess in this moment. <laughs> she goes through, like, you see every thought on Kit's face. Yeah. From... I don't sleep in a field to, I guess it's technically a desert, to, is that better or worse than a field, to, it doesn't really matter, are we doing this, to... Are we sure he's not a killer? Yeah, to, well, he's not a killer, (laughs) to, and I guess we're friends again, to, I guess I should try it? And then she goes, it sounds like fun, (laughs) in the most pained way. And then doesn't Lucy double down? He, I mean, like, she, I don't remember exactly what she says, but in my mind, she's like, yay. And Mimi's like, yay. And Ben's like, yay. And they all look at Kit like, Kit, say yay. And Kit's like, yay. I don't think that happens out loud, but I think that that is definitely the implication when Kit's like, yeah, it sounds like fun. And everybody else, like, has a big grin on their <laughs> face. And Kit looks kind of like she wants to throw herself off the butte. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I thought you were going to say throw up, which I think also uh-huh. is 
is valid. Yeah. She has what can only be described as a grimace. Yes. It's amazing. So it turns out we're camping. Yep, we're camping. <laughs> it's nighttime now. Now it's nighttime. We see Ben playing the harmonica yep. because this is now a cowboy movie. Right. Lucy is writing in her notebooks. Shocker. Right. As per usual. And in the background, we see Mimi and Kit. So it cuts to this campfire and Mimi's voice saying, pull it to the left or something. Don't tuck your thumb. Yeah. Don't tuck your thumb inside. But what the camera is doing is seeing Ben playing the harmonica. Right. And there was a brief moment where I was like, is Mimi teaching Ben how to play the harmonica? <laughs> Mimi seems to know more than literally anyone else in this car, so she might well have been. I was like, I mean, that's a cool thing, but like, what's happening? Also, don't tuck your thumb. Yeah, like what? Like, I thought that maybe she was doing the like grass whistle, which I can't do. I've never been I, able to do. I've never been able to do but that. But like you put a grass between your two thumbs and yeah. basically that becomes the reed yeah. of your 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 finger flute. Gross. I hate it. Your thumbinet, thumbinet is better. Cool, um, <laughs> and soon. Um, okay, but she wasn't. Anyways, she's yeah. teaching Kit how to punch. Yeah, because she thinks that every girl should know how to. She says, "I'm teaching Kit how to fight because I think that every girl should know how to throw a good punch." Which I'm. I, I assume you are. I am also a proponent of this. Also, don't tuck your thumb for punching. Great advice. Yeah, if you tuck your thumb inside your fist, your thumb is going to break. Yeah, because what you're doing is basically being like, hey, you know what I'd love to squeeze real hard? My thumb. Yeah. <laughs> and and all, not just squeeze it, but like lots of pressure. Right. Like crushing down on right. it. So yeah, your thumb needs to be on the side of that fist. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So Kit is wearing these curlers. Yeah. That are... So I have rollers like this. They're Velcro rollers. I don't know if hers are specifically Velcro. Mine are. They basically have Velcro on the outside so that you roll your hair up and the curler holds itself into your hair. Okay. They're not for like curling. I used them when I had like kind of a shag haircut that needed to have like a little more texture to it. And so I would basically hot roller each section and then roll it up in the curler to keep the volume. Okay. It doesn't curl the way like a curling iron would it's like a a bookmark for your hair kind of yeah and so kit has these and they're no a bookmark for your hair okay. is actually a really good way of putting it <laughs> these things are like the size of soda cans yeah they're massive and she's got them like all over. i don't know how she expects to be able to sleep in these things because they're plastic right and there's no point in doing this and then taking your hair out. Right. I also was having the thought during this entire scene of, like, black hair is notoriously, like, difficult for sleep, like, sleeping in. Like, they have to, you know, black girls have, like, there's a lot that goes into maintaining their hair overnight. Right. right. So clearly this is part of it for Kit. Right. But I don't know how you sleep in these soda can rollers. What if you have um, like a neck pillow and you sleep face down? That makes me think of Memoirs of a Geisha. Oh. When there was, there's a whole scene where when she's learning how to be a geisha, she's got her hair done in like the huge, it happens in the book and in the movie. She's got her hair done in like the big geisha hairstyle and it's done with wax. And so they would, they have to sleep in with like this wooden neck rest underneath them. And if they roll off of it, the, the, 
trainer ladies would like scatter rice on the floor underneath them so that if they roll off, they get rice stuck in the wax of their hair to like, I guess, teach them not to do that because then they have to like shower and comb it out and then have it all done again. Ugh. So, yeah, she's got I mean, there's got to be some kind of a pillow situation. Yeah. Now, not being black, I don't have personal experience yeah. with styling black hair overnight. But right. I know I've, I've seen enough black girls talk about it and read, like I read Gabrielle Union's memoir right. where she talked about going to sleepovers right. when she was in like middle school and how she'd be the only black girl there. And so she would just put her hair in a ponytail and hope it wasn't a total train wreck in the morning. Oof. But like the white girls didn't understand right. that it would take her a lot of time to like braid and wrap her hair. And actually watching Love is Blind, one of the contestants, Lauren, is black. And the first time she and her white fiance stayed the night together, she said in an interview, she's like, I don't know if Cameron's ever had to deal with a black girl fixing her hair to go to bed. Right. And she had like kind of like a shower cappy type thing that she sleeps in. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if Kit had something like that. But these curlers seem very Kit, but also... Like, they wouldn't accomplish anything. Right. It's, I don't know. It, it, is it all, is this, would you say that meta, this is all for the gag of, I think a lot, I think a lot of this is for, yeah, for a look at Kit being so high maintenance that she's wearing her curlers in the desert. Right. When really she probably would have just braided her hair back. Right. And like demanded that they go someplace where she could fix her hair more later. Right. Or she would have had a hat or something to wear until the next night when they stayed in a hotel and she could actually fix her hair. Because presumably, Kit has planned this trip slightly more than Lucy. In that she brought four suitcases, yes. Right. But she was also not expecting to sleep in a desert. That's fair. That's fair. Up to the moment when she agreed, she was not thinking she was going to have to sleep in a desert. Right. Up until the beginning of this minute. Yeah. How are... Mimi and Kit's bunches. You know, I didn't actually pay that much attention to them. I... I was mostly thinking about Kit's hair. Fair. Kit's punches were not great. She did fall over. Right. Uh, it sounded like she got a good snap to her punch, though. Like, there was a good, like, she... It sounds like she had decent form. She wasn't, like, sort of flailing. She, yeah, there was no she wet wasn't, like... Action. Yeah, she wasn't wet noodling it. Um, Kit's... Or Mimi's looked good. And she also, I hadn't noticed quite how many metal rings Mimi has on her fist. Yeah. Oof. Mimi, Mimi doesn't need to make brass knuckles. No. She already did. Although if she if she needed to, there's plenty of dirt around. That is true. That and is she true. She could melt down her existing rings. Exactly. To make different rings? Yeah. More different rings. More different. I was just thinking more different rings. <gasps> I don't, ha- I don't have anything yep, else. Yep, that's it. That's okay. all I have. It's uh, over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yes, Strong Bad, what do we have next? <laughs> Scroll buttons from side to side. Scroll buttons from side to side. <laughs> we've got social media is what we've got. We've got social media. We are on Twitter at Crossroads underscore Min, but individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. And I'm at a ba- un- and I'm at a banana. And I'm at Unabashed James. <laughs> we are on the Scavengers Network alongside a whole bunch of other great shows. Such as... Fanonball. Fanonball, which at the time of this recording, Scavenger Scramble, on which Rayanna and I uh, 
guest hosted fan and ball to talk about Homestar Runner. So good. So you should go back and listen to that one. It was, I had a lot of fun and so did Rihanna and we really could have kept going for like three more hours, but yeah. we did cut ourselves off not that long. I watched some Homestar Runner after listening to it and uh-huh. I had forgotten about Homsar. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, right. That aspect that is in my brain that I had forgotten was there. Yep. So good. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So go listen yeah. to Fanonball. Um, where normally... Where normally it's Beth and Max talking about fandom and fandom culture. Yeah. But in that particular episode, it was me and Rihanna talking about Homestar Runner. In, in the best way to talk about Homestar Runner, which is... Oh, but remember... Remember that time when this happened? Yeah, I know that was so funny. Uh-huh. Oh my god, did you see this part? Uh huh. That's how you. That's how you talk about Homestar yeah. Runner. It's, yep. That's how you do it. That's how you experience Homestar Runner the first time. Indeed. But we are camping. We are in um, a desert. In a desert near a butte. Uh huh. Kid has gone to bed. Yep. Mimi looks like maybe she has something to say. Yep. But uh, we'll find out what that is next minute. We but sure no, will. For now, I have something to say. And what is that, James? It's a question. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aaron. Yes, James. Let's be best friends forever. We will. <laughs> the Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.